Welcome to the Evolve Talk in the Century. My name is Ndima Nenyam Tsingarapuri. And welcome to yet your favorite podcast show. Girl, I'm back. I am back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I have decided to take a sabbatical break last two weeks. And within those last two weeks, I was giving you some of the favorite, some of my favorite best moments within the current season and the old season. So I think it has been fun, hey? And my rest was also very much 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 needed and now we are in some you know winter season and girl i'm actually drinking some tea because wow i'm feeling so cold but anyways we're not about that right now we are about celebrating youth being young and all that with all that said i am not alone today and i am with um my guest yeah uh i'm with robin and tagani hi guys how are you Hey, we good boop, 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 boop. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I'm I'm loving the energy. I'm loving the I'm living for that energy. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you. So, how are you celebrating Youth Day? Yo, it's it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> we we used to days where. We out uh-huh. and, you know in uniforms you know yeah um, those um, young young people who fought for 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 our freedom you know mm. their strength their delivery their sacrifice mm. yo it was amazing it was amazing so now we are on lockdown we're just here home and sometimes you don't even feel like it's it's holiday you know? mm. 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 And you see it when people are talking about it. Then you be like, most people don't know that tomorrow, like today, it's holiday. Mm. Like, which holiday is it? I mean, like, we no longer care if it's Friday today or Monday. Every day is every day. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Robin, how are you celebrating you today? Uh, well, today, uh, me and a couple of members from my church, youth members, um, mm. we've decided that we should go get food for the underprivileged houses in mm. a local township. So he's been wow. some morning delivering. I know he's mm-hmm. like social distancing and everything. Yeah. He's like the parcels at the gate. Oh, God. But at least like they got, they got some sort of food. So that's how we celebrated mm-hmm. our youth day. Because like we, we all know that some people struggle. And the struggle will forever mm-hmm. if we don't do anything about it. So as the youth, we thought we should like just take that initiative and try help out where we can. Where we can. Now that's really yeah. great. Hey, that's a great initiative. I think maybe throughout the years, the celebrations have really changed from what it was. Like for myself, growing up, the celebrations was a totally different thing in my community. Like we would have this whole people dancing Sarafina. Mm. Like, like it it changed when time went on like people were no longer doing that like people were just going out and just having fun and didn't even care about the meaning of the day <laughs> like can we also just reminisce um God, english though but just to think about the moment <laughs> think about the now, <laughs> 
thinking about the it's moments. It's not our mother language. Oh gosh, it's not our mother language. Hey? It never loved us. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's let's go back in time and think about the moments, the best moments that we ever had when we were celebrating you. Do you ever, do you guys remember any of those moments um, that you had in the past? Or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have one yeah. actually. Um, mm-hmm. It was when I was doing grade eleven. Okay, so I'm I'm from Durban. So um, grade elevens are in Durban, like like various schools. Name they mm-hmm. have something called the Durban Youth Council, right? Yeah. So I was I, I had the opportunity to be part of it. So we, mm-hmm. what we did was that like community service and all of that. So mm-hmm. for this day, we decided to go to the harbor in Durban, and we did like a flash mob. Yeah, Sarafin. It was wow. so dope, guys. It was so wow. we learned all this. Mm. And then we had to wear like our different uniforms and stuff. Imagine like there's like a hundred schools, ne? Mm. And they all come together and they do the whole flash mob. Like yes, it was so successful. That was like Look. the most memorable youth day I've had. Wow. <laughs> I'm so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, on my side, um, I'm a very shy person and most people don't know that. Mm. But um, the best moment that I remember was when I was doing my grade nine. Like we had, we had to do like um, these dramas. You know, we used to do dramas, yeah. and we were coping everything from from Sarafina. Mm. You know, they wanted you to portray strength, bravery, mm. and to show somebody. You you have to come up with the character of showing that this is what I want. I'm coming with courage, and I want to see change. Yeah. And from that moment, I learned how to build my confidence because you you have to stand in front of people first of all. Mm. And then, yo, it was it was amazing because it taught me, it gave me things that I didn't have. Yeah, now I can stand in front of people and tell you that this is wrong. And like 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 what is happening right now with um, gender based violence? Mm. I can sit down with my friends and tell them that, bro, you know this is wrong. And to to even begin to look at a girl passing by, and you start to make some negative comments, I told them this is wrong. Mm. But back then, I couldn't, I couldn't. I will be part of it, you know. I will be part of it. But now, because of that thing of of being mindful of things that are happening, mm. and to pull strength from them, bravery, and to honor the sacrifices of those people back then, it it's it's amazing it was amazing and still now i'm still grateful for that opportunity that i was able to draw strength and confidence from that moment yeah no that that's yeah, that really, sounds that's like really you built really a lot of character okay so our first segment of the show right is um hashtag was training so our hashtag was training will be dealing with some of delicate issues um but we'll kind of like generalize it and not make it a whole a political spectacle and go <laughs> all over the place but just to you know talk about what we think about what is happening in the world i mean most recently um young people have been at the forefront of black uh, hashtag black lives matter movement that has gained a global support in, in the wake of kill, uh, of the killing of george floyd in the united states so uh, over the past week, activists around the world have been demanding the removal of symbols that glorify the barbaric and violence of slave trade, colonial, colonial, ooh, 
Why is English testing me, Tito? <laughs> it happens. Dialingua. I might have to find the air to feed. You, 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 guys. <laughs> so, guys, what are your thoughts on Black Lives Matter? I don't. I'm sure you have seen this trend going on, and uh, I, I'm wondering what are your thoughts on this whole movement. Guys, I mean, I'll be honest with you, me, me, mm. Personally, I'm, I'm angry. Not at the hashtag. Yeah. I'm angry mm. at the fact that people fail to unite when things like this are happening in the world. Yes. People fail to decide to help out just that one that, that common cause at the moment you know mm. so for me okay this may this may be like going off topic but this whole mm. all lives matter thing i guys yeah uh, no it must stop like i i saw i saw um <laughs> you know i like tiktok me so i was on tiktok mm. and now you can't um, talk they, this is they, mm. they said I, I saw something that says we understand that all lives matter but mm. right now black lives happen to a black person so and we like Tina as black people we are more prone mm. to like be in danger more to like towards the next person so you can yeah. tell me now that all lives matter when we all know that I got because matter about the best food it's annoying and it's mm. not I, I, I don't know where they learned this because I don't think anyone can be born racist I feel like yeah. it's, it's taught it's taught at home and guys taking it back to SAK it's been like more than 20 years guys after mm. this whole apartheid thing and we're still fighting over the same thing our generation shouldn't be racist because yeah. the, we were born after our, I don't mm. understand why it, it's, it's enraging actually because it's, re- it's really something we should be you know looking back and saying yo we got through that that's now it's still there like it's it's there I don't know how many times personally I've been called the k-word in South Africa and it's, mm. it's just it's a lot especially in Bloemfontein really you know the first tell day me I was about that I was tell me about the that <laughs> the first time guess Nangigula it was that place that place I guys know it's a lot but like going back to the hashtag like black lives Uh. matter period Um, we don't care what you say when you say it but if you're not Uh. gonna like support the hashtag rather just keep quiet if you're not gonna support the hashtag keep quiet because you're Uh. just gonna create enemies for yourself so if you wanna fight for the common cause then sure post things that are matter if you're gonna come with that whole angle yeah all lives matter stop just stop it just don't mm. post it's mm. fine and that's so my two cents about it <laughs> yo yo yo, yo. Um, mm. this um this is a very sad topic yeah it's a very sad topic for me for me personally um because um i studied history when i was in high school um we had this conversation one time when i was doing my girl talk mm. Um, for those for those who don't know, because most of people are just saying Black Lives Matter. Mm. Black Lives Matter. Let's say it's an it was an organized movement mm. dedicated to violence, civil disobedience in protest to police brutality. Mm. 
in this case or and from then, the beginning because i feel like black lives matter is that from the beginning thing. it's not a new thing the, I, I, I meant to say it's something mm. that existed yeah so it it's was alive now back yeah it's at, it's at its hype now yeah mm. it um it was it was formed july 13 2013 if i remember correctly okay. because it is like two two days um before my birthday mm. 13 july 2013 and then the founders i think there were, there were three or two mm. i remember alicia gaza and then opal tometi and then who is Patrice Carlos, I don't remember the dialogue. Mm. But when we talk about Black Lives Matter, I don't know why why are we still talking about this thing? Or Black Lives Matter. Mm. And people are coming with this um, notion of saying all lives matter. What are you saying? Mm. We are saying Black Lives Matter because you are treating blacks as if their lives don't Amen. matter. Mm. Let let it be the let it be the foundation of knowing that we are all human mm. beings. Mm. We must be treated equally. We must live equally, despite of our color, despite of the qualification we have, despite of all things. Right? Mm. When you when you look at apartheid, what was happening in South Africa right now? What was happening during that time? You see how how our our fathers and our mothers were treated. You look at that. Mm. And then on top of that, black people never wish for revenge. We stayed with them. We share whatever we have with them. But still, after we have we have said that we want peace, we, we just want free. We don't want any we don't want your color. Yeah. We want freedom. We want to be equally with you guys. Mm. That's it. That's what we want. We don't want your color. Mm. We don't want color. We want to be equally treated. That's and and it's 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 so painful to see. Let us come back to South Africa. For me, it is so painful to see um, most of us South Africans talking about Black Lives Matter while we still don't take our brothers and sisters from other countries around Africa. Thank you. The same way we would. <laughs> our- yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They say they say that um, charity begins at home. When we talk about charity, mm. we talk about everything that will have compassion, and then love is the foundation of all things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't tell me that Black Lives Matter if you still see a black man who is part of you as an enemy and then you attack them. Xenophobia, you kill them. And then when your fellow black men are killed in, in, South Africa, in, in America, you say Black Lives Matter. What are you saying? What are you saying? It starts with you mm-hmm. to love your own brother. We know we have been divided. We have been divided back then rule. We separated. We went different ways. Mm. And they want us to hate each other. You know, Africa is the core of life. Mm. All things that you know now in the world, they came from Africa. Mm. The medicine, everything, it came from Africa. Mm. But then, if I see a Zimbabwean right now, let, it, let, let me know. Let me understand that this is my brother. Yeah. So, yeah, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Who are you preaching, man? <laughs> yeah, no, I. No, you're preaching. Listen. No, 
it, it really makes points. sense valid facts. valid valid facts and points um so i have this article um from let me just check from cambridgeshire live um i like the part where it says um by saying black lives matter you are not saying other lives don't matter this is simply the most common misunderstanding of blm movement so dr meiji said uh, by saying black lives matter you're not saying that other lives don't really matter however you are bringing attention to the way that black people across the world are denied certain human rights by virtue of being black so this is what uh, um, Dr. Meiji is saying about the whole Black Lives Matter movement. And I think it is quite um, very relevant to our country as well, uh, in the sense that, like, we saw close to America, like, someone said South African America is sort of like the same thing in, in terms of political and, and, and history wise, because we still have that black and white thing going on. And it's very unlike with other African countries, actually. Like with other African countries, it's not like black and white having South Africa because probably there's not even more whites that side than we like we have in South Africa. So we have this black and white situation going on, and history between uh, that had to do with oppression with where black people were being oppressed so both countries have that and someone was saying when uh, people were were going to the stores and taking out stuff like whoa Dior and stuff it was something that South Africa could do eh I don't know I could I can see something like that in South Africa like people doing something like that obviously we've seen it people um, crashing shops and I mean trying to take stuff because when uh, when they're in a uh when they're protesting i don't know if yeah if you guys have, have noticed some some of those things like looting looting yes so it's something that in south africa icona like we have something like that as well yeah we do but mm. the difference is yeah when in america for example, mm. they did the whole the whole um protest riots. And have you noticed mm. that when I'm not I'm not like trying to be snacks or anything, but have you noticed mm. that when it's when there's white people but when there's yeah, white people right? Why is it a riot? Mm. All of a sudden it's a riot. So it's a coni it's a coni chaos learning thing. Mm. Yeah, so, but anyway, no. sorry. <laughs> 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 getting worked up and that but, but, it, but it, it does make sense it does, it does make sense here. Yeah, and, hey. and there's even videos there was a video going viral mm. where there was looting in America and mm. um, there were people of colour and then the police came there and started making my arrest and all of that but when yeah. the people were looting the police were like nearby but they didn't do anything so that's still in reference method, you see how yeah. differently they treat you because mm. of your skin color, which is something that at, at our time, like in our times, it shouldn't even matter. Like, okay, the mm. color is there, but it shouldn't matter. Mm. I think it should take us back to Fizma's fall. Um, when you had Fizma's fall, it was so very like the color thing was working especially in universities where we have white people like um the ufs where i started my undergrad like it was you could see the way they treated white people like we would pass with the other protesters (laughs) and then as a black person you would be arrested 
a white person will just pass and nothing will happen to them so it was something that it was so apparent to us like why are we being treated like this in our own country obviously it's everyone's country but why are we being treated differently from 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 the other race like why are you arresting no, it's us very wrong. it's very yeah. wrong and then i feel like and, and, and um we have reached a stage where we are taking this as a norm mm. like Mm. This is how it's supposed to be. Even if you are you are on the line of something, you're queuing for something, and then a white person came, you will have some fear in your own mind. Like this person is supposed to be in front of me. Like is this is is the craziest thought you can have? Yo, yeah. And what, what they have? <laughs> I, I could never. Yo, but now I remember guys. There was uh, a couple of people who tried cutting the line. And I'm going to have like, so excuse me. <laughs> I'm in front of you. You know why? You know why? Uh, you know why you, can, you, you can't do that? Mm. Because we are waking up. We are waking yes. up now. We, we, we can see that we deserve better. Yeah. And, and I shout, shout out to youth of um, 1976. They show us that courage can do a lot of change. Definitely. You know? mm. Because, yo, they were going through a lot. But one day, it, it was one day. They didn't discuss that. I don't think they discussed this like the whole year. But mm. one day that decided that this must stop. Mm. To be heard, to be loud, to talk about things that you want to see change on. Like this is how it is. Nowadays, as youth, we are just quiet. We're busy with our social media. We just posted that Black Lives Matter, mm. and then we post the whole. We do nothing about it. Mm. Nothing will change. If you can look at this, you will see that most people who do these things. Are not if they don't even watch news, most of them, mm. and some of them they don't even have social media. You post them for who? Mm. We know that there are people who do that who have social media, but most of them they are not educated, most of them they are out there, and then you post them for nothing. Mm. We are the ones that be like, I can't do this, and then just that's how it is. That's why it's continuing every day. Let us go out to the streets. We, <laughs> yo. So, so what are you suggesting? Okay. What are you suggesting that the youth must do? Mm. I, I feel so like they must should, go to the streets. Um, mm. Yes, we go out. We go out and 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 be heard. Because posting on social media, I don't think it, it does any like any. It has no effect. And it doesn't. But go, does going to the street help anything right now? That's the thing. I As feel well. like our youth is using mm. old strategies with like a new mm. target market if you guys understand what i'm saying yeah like mm. as you guys said in in 19 1976 right yeah yes mm. so they before that there were always protests and all of that but they must have done something radical to be heard right yeah, yeah. with us we're still using the same strategy but we're not implementing our own things on the side because Every every everything you do, with regards to like, okay, I, I'm not, I'm not into uh, not that I'm not into politics, but I'm not like fully mm. into politics. But I- I- every mm-hmm. everything that you do must have its own agenda, right? At the end of the day, right? So mm. that every time um something uh, like for example, Christmas for we're just gonna protest and it ends there, and we go like for example at UFS. 
what we used to do is protest. We go to the main building, we stand there, we wait for um, the vice chancellor to come out and address us. And it ends there. It can't end mm. there. There must be something that we are doing on mm. the side to make sure that the people on the other end... Catch all the tea after the break. Are you wondering how I made this podcast episode? Do you want to start a podcast? Well, let me plug you real quick. I guess you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you. It's free. Yeah, you had that right. It's free. There is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Are hearing us out. You know, it's okay. We can all meet in massive and sing, but to them, they're not going to take you really show them. We'll say, hey, like, we must try that type of vibe. So we, we mean, are, we business. mean business. You know, so now I feel mm. like with like the whole fear that we have as a youth that yo we're gonna get arrested yo this is gonna happen this is gonna happen in 1976 they didn't care they were like it's do or die yeah yeah you know we need more people in the forefront that will be able to push the rest of the youth and the masses which you know what that is really gonna do this we need to be all in because now we have people who Mm. have people in like protests that are, are there to take pictures and just post on social media which no I was there you know and that's not the objective of the whole thing the whole the whole cause of the thing is so that we can be not so that you can just say yeah Nami no like we don't need people like that you know so we 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 need to I know it sounds it sounds like I'm reaching but maybe with all like these different Mm. associations that we have in South Africa Maybe we must meet and strategize as to how are we going to go forward with this because protests are no longer working. Mm. They aren't. That requires Social media is not working. And the thing is, we are not united as a youth. So there is our problem, number one. Mm. If we can... Mm. It doesn't matter where you're from. KZN, Cape Town, Klexdorp. It's fine. We are the youth. We must push this one agenda Mm. and go with it, you know. Not this whole thing of no, we're just there to take selfies. It's annoying. And you, you, you're telling the truth. I feel like a lot of us just want to be there, like holding a box, reading Black Lives Matter mm. or gender based, but it's <laughs> not like for real. And most people are posting it on social media just to be seen that they're yeah. supporting, but they're doing absolutely nothing about it. They don't talk about it at home. And most and most I, I've I've always I ask my friends um sometime, do you do you guys talk about this when you are sitting together? Or maybe it's just the thing that is happening out there. When things are happening far from you, they don't affect mm. until one of your sister, one of your mother, mm. until 
this thing happened to them you will understand that it is painful mm. why do you mm. talk about it now while it's too far why do you mm. talk about it now because the, the, when you stop it won't ar- arrive where you are mm. it won't and then i i don't have strength to, to 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 argue when women say men are trash if you know a rapist and you don't talk and you don't report him you are trash. trash yes i agree if you, if you know <laughs> if you know you can say something about it and you don't you are a trash mm. don't tell don't, mm. don't ask me what women must do they must do what nothing Tom ask me why what men must do because we are the one who are perpetrators we are the one who are killing our mothers we are the one who are killing our sisters don't tell me what women must wear they must wear what they want when they want it how they want it don't, that that's not mm. that's not let's talk about back then you see let me let me finish up you see okay then um you look at that most of the parts of the body were out like you 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 could actually i don't know how to describe this but it was out you can see the thighs and everything they walk free yeah do you know why because men were taught that you must respect the women these are people that gives us life amen but mm. nowadays, yo it's it's crazy I, i i i can't comprehend what is happening i can't I can't. It's scary. I think now I think now it's time to actually go to the next trending topic which is gender-based violence. Um reports suggest that the number of gender-based violence cases have risen by 500%. 500% since the start of COVID-19 sure. lockdown. Guys, we're still in lockdown, hey? And gender-based violence has is skyrocket. Like every day when you go on social media, I remember when I decided that, you know what, I need to take a sabbatical break and just rest a bit because social media was so overwhelming like when you enter social media you see a girl is missing you see um bunny bunny uh, found killed bunny bunny is raped this that every day there's just a new case going on and going on and going on and going on and you wonder and think when will this like what if this just happens to me tomorrow or today or now because you don't know you don't feel safe it's just like wow what's going on you you're even scared of walking outside and walking even in your houses you don't know if maybe someone's going to come in and do something to you how do we live like this guys how do we live in a country in a space it, 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 when you don't feel safe you can't even walk properly without thinking or yo what if what if what if hmm. so what are your thoughts guys around this whole gender based violence because i feel like it's really scary and it's it's doing a lot in our mental health as well like That's i can true. say for myself That's it true. is it's just been affecting me a lot no, i think it's very very bad because mm. because when you look at it um boys who are growing up right now they think that killing a woman is a trend it's a nice mm. thing to do because mm. uh you kill a woman uh you go to jail and then the next after two months you come back and you you walk around the street freely even if you don't come out when you went to jail they give you food that are so nice that you can't eat outside and you are home because in most cases you will find out that 
those people they're no longer part of their family they no longer eat from home they no longer sleep at home now they need a home so for them to get a home they must kill when they get clothes they get sometimes they deliver KFC and everything and they eat nice if they get out sooner they must commit another crime to go back home now what do you When I was growing up my mom once beat me so hard because I used to skip school. When I thought about it I was like this woman might not be my mother maybe she hates mm. me but I found out that this is love. What am I saying? I'm saying that when you give a massive punishment the crime will reduce. That's my thought because you can't kill somebody and go to jail and then come back after 3 months parole and then they say bail what what if you kill a person stay there and then what you eat must 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 be something that you say i don't want to eat this for for the rest of my life mm. because you can't be, i mean it's like you free you free inside a place where you you're not supposed to be free you are being educated look at those kids that are out there they are not in school mm. they are not educated some of them they are not getting bursaries and everything because some of the money from the government are going to jail to do what to support to buy clothes for people who have killed people who have taken other people's lives mm. wow Robin, wh- wh- what is your <laughs> do they have phones yeah some people have phones in jail <laughs> but i mean is that Ill- is that legal or do they just have those it's, phones it's illegal. illegally it, 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 it's, it's illegal. illegal it all goes back mm. to the justice system you can't tell me that mm. um if if a, a couple fights now in some house and the the guy beats the woman up the, the lady goes to the police station to go open it and then mm. um the the policeman first of all you walk into the police station you find a man that's already a problem because yeah that man autom- some men nay i'm not going to say all men some yes. men automatically think when you come to complain they're going to ask you questions like maybe let's say for a rape case what were you wearing that's irrelevant mm. it doesn't matter what i was wearing the fact is i got raped and i could open a case you know mm. it's the same thing with um gender based um violence where the woman comes to the like i got hit here you can see my blue eye is evidence this guy hit me and then that guy's going to be like no you guys are a couple you're just fighting don't worry go back home so you miss out and all of that there's no case open at the end of the day mm-hmm. and um how 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 are the police helping us at the end of the day that's my question how are they helping us mm-hmm. if we can't go mm-hmm. the case and we get turned at the police station does that not contribute more to the gender based violence <laughs> and then you get you get and and the, another yeah. thing is, and no, then you on, get you on, get on, women on. that are killed by the um significant others because the guys know like like Takani said that the guys know they're going to go to jail for two months and come out because of our justice system our justice system yeah. if if you go to court you sit in court they hear you out you're allowed to talk as the the perpetrator you're allowed you, hmm. you you it's up to you really it's never a good idea to actually speak in court on your case but some people don't and mm. some of the 
the most lamest excuses that no, I was not in my right state of mind. And what that should be irrelevant. Someone died. You should just go to jail, my guy. Just go rot in jail. That's all. There should be no mitigating factors. There should be yeah. you must just but- walk in, <laughs> go to jail. Robin, I think I think as a as a law student, you might have a, a view on this. Like what we, I think justice also is something that needs to be served, and yes. we can't also put a blind eye in the on the fact that there are people that are in jail for crimes that they have not done. That is a fact. There are people who are in jail for crimes that are not done. So I think the whole justice is just not, um, it's not saving, it's not doing its purpose. But I still believe that they should actually be justice because some people are in jail for things that they have not done and someone who did the things that the person is inside for is actually out here roaming and yes. you know free and it all comes so, down to just mm, and still commit just, all like it all goes with um creating like a strategy as to how we're gonna get rid of mm. There's so much corruption mm. in the justice system. There's so much corruption in like the police services. Um, mm. There's a lot. There's a lot going on because you can easily pay a cop. You can easily pay yeah. a cop and get away with your crime nowadays. And you know and that why? Should not be happening. You... Mm. Let me let me tell you something around this mm. um, because I studied history. Um, when I was studying history, um, doing my good when I was in Grotov, one of the things that I've learned that is very important in, in government is you must make sure that people protect people, you pay them very well, to an extent that they won't want mm. to do the side business. You're right. Every government that every government that was overthrown back then uh, during the times of Hitler, um, Tsar Nicholas II, those people it was the soldiers. Soldiers did that because mm. they were not paid well. They wanted more money. And then it's easy to pay a traffic cop if you m- met her. And then you, let's say the government is giving her 15,000. Like, really? You can pay 50 rand, 20 rand, and then you pass. In that manner, you are going to make mistakes somewhere else. And then yeah. maybe kill somebody with your car okay 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 um i think let's let's move on because time is also not on our side we can discuss this the whole entire day it's really interesting to hear your thoughts yeah it's a lot really a lot and hey something must be done i would also like to hear your thoughts who, who you're listening where you're listening from and what can be done to actually solve this whole i think i feel like this is the pandemic gender-based violence is the pandemic right Mm. at this point in time is the pandemic and it needs to be dealt with and um i think let's move right along to the main tea um because most of the things we actually discussed i I was going to discuss nigeria must fall it was a trend that i saw on twitter but nigerians must fall so i think three minutes let's just talk about xenophobia what do you think about this whole um Tweet, I mean, this whole trend hashtag Nigerians must fall. Uh, uh, three minutes from both of you guys. That means it's it's built between the two. Let's just yeah. <laughs> Please elaborate. Um, um. So on Twitter, there's a trend going on. Nigerians must fall, mm-hmm. right? Because of um, trafficking, human trafficking. 
the oh, saying that okay. uh, most Nigerians are found to be human trafficking, involved in human trafficking. So mm. there's a movement of saying Nigerians must fall. They must leave because they are destroying our country. So I think Utakan um, did say something on xenophobia. Um, mm. It's something that is currently happening right now. A lot of people are saying that these people must go because they are doing a lot of damage. They have so much um, hand on this gender-based violence that we are facing in South mm. Africa. Um, okay, let me start. Yes, please. I just quick, quick, quick. I talk a lot, I know. Um, okay, let me say, um, it is true, um, there, are, there are some Nigerians who sell drugs. There are some Nigerians who do these different crimes, right? Um, but there are mm-hmm. Nigerians out there. Um, when you see um, our brothers and sisters with uh, beautiful haircuts, they are the ones who are doing them. They are the ones who sell beautiful things and then you wear them and you look beautiful. But then it goes back to to our government. Um, what are they doing about it? Um, from if, if, if you find somebody selling drugs and everything, what do you do? what do you do about it because it also go back to them accepting bribes and yep. those type of things and then in that manner it is destroying our youth you see a lot of them with no jobs just rooming around the street at the end mm-hmm. of the day they are going to steal yo this is this is this different yeah different things happening at the same time i feel like our government should um and the issue of um, the passports and everything, they must check those. So things. it means the Nigerians who are like all here illegally should be turned back. Should they should be turned back home? That's what you're saying. Um, not okay. Really. They must not be turned back home. There are some of them who are here to, to work, and then they they found like their permanent home here, and that's fine. If you are living your life right, you are not doing any wrong. Okay, Robin. Then we're good. But I think um, you, you you have a point okay, when cool. you say it's the government because the mm. government is the the government is like they the people that are accepting all these bribes because mm. who, okay first of all how did they find out that Nigerians are the ones that are drug dealers and human traffickers some mm. sort of police force must have figured that out. Why are those people not arrested? Even if they're not ar- detained here in South Africa, they must be detained in their own country. You know? Yeah. So, um, it all goes True. back to the government. True. She definitely writes about that. But I, I feel like it's... The whole Nigeria must fall thing, I can't really dwell into it too much. But regarding xenophobia, mm. it's really... It's something that's, that's very sad that's happening in our country because people are dying just mm. for being foreign a human life is being lost because you're not from this country that should that says a lot about south africans already that we just go around mm. killing people because they don't stay in our country and according to south africans they're not which is it's mm. wrong because you're killing someone it's a crime at the end of the day you know so it shouldn't happen and xenophobia uh, a, a big thing because now we're literally fighting two wars we're fighting a war against our brothers and sisters a, a racial war for the fact that we are black so we're fighting with uh. our brothers and sisters and we are fighting with the other people on the other side you know uh. struggle. can we not just unite 
people and okay for what we're fighting for yeah Mm. Okay, let's go to main tea. Um, main tea. That's where we discuss the show. Literally, the whole show is on main tea, and I think we have had a very mouthful in terms of the hashtag was trending. I guess it is. It is quite hectic out there. Like it's a lot happening. So on main tea, we celebrate Youth Day. Um, Youth Day commemorates the Soweto Youth Uprising of 16 June 1976. Um, in 1976, protests started. In 1975, actually, protests started in African schools um, after a directive from then um, Bantu Education Department that Africans had to be used as has to be used on an equal basis with English as a language of instructions in secondary schools. So that's when um, the youth of 1976 were like, Mm-mm, we need to do something about that. So the youth of 1976 fought for what we, um, the current youth, enjoy. What does that mean to you? Um, <laughs> okay. Um, let me start. Um, for me, the 16th of June is a commemoration to the black youth of 17 yes. 1976 right those people rely together and stay in mm. an unjust system and before 1976 even even currently we have been witness to acts of solidarity in many different lights and really when you look at it you see courage of those young men who st- young young black students who stand together to fight mm. what they say it is wrong and then when you look at uh, at the youth today you ask yourself yeah. where is that courage I believe youth they mean standing up for what mm. I believe in I believe that those students I believe what those students did was 100% what we need mm. to stand for today they stood and fought for what they believe in eventually overturning an oppressive education yeah. system you stand up and say that this is wrong i don't want this i don't want this and you don't just say i don't want this you say mm-hmm. something about it mm-hmm. so, yeah. robin i think you're right um you today regarding the 1926 um, protest, uh, they really set the tone for us, right? Mm. I, I feel like we're letting them down because they, they, they literally gave us a whole platform and they're like, okay, this is how we are going to do things from now on. But Tina, mm. as the youth, we're failing them right now because we, we're scared. We, we're scared mm. because the government keeps shoving it in our faces that if you do this, this is what we're going to do. Institutions are, are, are instilling fear in us because we know they know if we protest, we, we you know there's a great chance in us protesting and actually being successful with our uh. agenda. The only thing is that they instill fear in these students and they, they, they literally bribe them. Like, I know a couple of people that have been bribed by varsity saying that keep mm. on do this will take care of your family and obviously if you come from mm. a poor background you're going to accept that money because you need mm. to take care of your family at the end of the day so 
yeah we are we really letting him down from my side i feel like we're just letting him down if we can look mm. past all these problems and actually help each other and unite maybe they'll be proud of us but at this point they disappointed in us so oh ramaposa said um in um an article that he released before youth day he says and so as we pay tribute to the generation of 1976 on this youth day we also salute the youth of post-apartheid south africa the wealthy inheritors of noble legacy the mission of 1976 a generation was to dismantle burden to education that all today's youth is to take forward the project of national reconciliation and transformation i think we should also look at what the youth post-apartheid has done we had a very big moment movement um just post-apartheid which was fizzmas for um I, I don't know what you guys think about fizzmas but that was a very big very big 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 uh, uh movement that the young people of post nine um, of post-apartheid ever had so what do you guys think about that kind of movement that um since you guys are thinking, okay, no, we're not doing enough as the young people, but yes, we had a movement. So what are your thoughts around that? That was probably the the first movement mm. that really shook the country. Mm. Um, it was a very powerful movement. Take that away from everyone yeah. who participated in that movement. Mm. It worked. Mm. It worked. I can't say it worked effectively and the, mm, the but it that, <laughs> yes the ideal outcome that um we wanted as students was like almost met met because mm. now Nesfas has a problem we, i think i think we go, we're going back we're going back to that we're going yeah, back to that we, we're definitely <laughs> going back to square one i think um the, the movement itself worked right uh, but mm. the way in which the government received it and they the, the response from the government was not effective because it was just temporary mm. yeah uh for me i would say yeah it was very powerful and um we, we saw courage um we saw courage because when you look at um most youth um they are not mm-hmm. employed most of them and then when we look at uh black families black communities you will see that they don't get enough money to, be yeah. able to pay for their children's fees you know so that movement was very powerful and i think people were understanding what they were doing because they wanted to mm-hmm. set other people free they want to set um to send other children to school too so that they can get this education and have their life their dream mm. to live Well, I had a conversation earlier on with Ziponomo and this is what the conversation was about do enjoy So what do you think is the role of civil society during this COVID-19 pandemic? What is um, our role as individuals? Our role is simply to to be your brother's keeper. You must be your brother's uh. keeper. If the little that you have, try to share, try to share. Because 
one thing for sure, if the next person is complete is nothing at all, they will look away where it seems like there's something and you might be the target. I'm not saying uh. that if, if you you share then you you are you are just uh, getting immunity like uh, you are getting some some form of protection against criminals. But what I'm saying is that uh. the culture of sharing uh, during this pandemic must of course be enforced making sure that we we share uh, we share the little resources that we can have with share information and of course we we stick to the rules of 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 the lockdown the current uh, current struggles we are fighting as the youth of today what is it that we are fighting i think now we are in a pandemic right and after this pandemic i really know the fact that for, for for a fact that things would never go back to where it was honestly and one of the struggles that will that will emerge after that is universities and prison fees and that's where we seeing the looming of fees mass for movement coming back to life and one of the other things that mm. i think on my side that could it's going to be very uh, a big challenge for us is unemployment of which is already uh, uh, an issue right now but because of this whole pandemic it's probably going to rocket um yeah sure uh-huh. that, that's what is going to happen uh, after this pandemic but i feel like the other issue that we we must um fight against is the, mm, the mm. curriculum to be honest curriculum that we we are using it's, it's mm. i don't know we are still being taught the same way we used to be taught back then you have to be in class you raise your hands if you have a question if you don't if you don't raise your hand most of the time you are dumb if i want to be an actor that's another thing if you want to do drama that's another thing you have to become a doctor you have to mm. become a police so i feel like um our school must assess mm. our culture in that way it will mm. allow us not to forget who we are most people they don't even remember um the idioms and those type of things they don't even remember you say things and mm. like, what what what's that you mm. see we are losing our culture a bit by bit and then we are doing what is called inculturation mm. we are adopting other people's culture when we talk about our culture people think that's barbaric so i feel like our curriculum must accept our culture and then we leave you know in when we are when we are at school you know that this one she's a zulu this one not because of the way she speaks but because mm. of mm. what she represents okay robin with me struggle yeah yeah there's a, there's a lot of struggles we're facing as the youth besides the mm. curriculum yeah First of all, we need to we 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 struggling deeply intensely as the youth with regards to lgbtqi plus plus community mm. um we really need to work on that varsities really need to work on that urgently mm. Um, mm. that's one struggle is employment in south africa it is ridiculous yeah. guys you can't tell me that parents struggle and the kids to go to varsity only for them to a certificate 
And then they stay at home for two years without a job. That's a problem. And more than that. Hmm. It's it's a problem. And then we end up being forced as the youth to go um degrees that we don't like because they guarantee they more prone to like guarantee your job after mm. um the thing. What if what if your child wants to be an actor? Let them go mm. to the actor. Yes, like it all, it all goes down to your um curriculum, like Tokani said. Um, mm. there, there must be some kind of way to um let the let the curriculum expand and let um kids grow mm. knowing what they want to do. Mm. And this goes to the younger youth because now we 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 so we children when you leave high school you need to go study law you need to go be a doctor you need to go do engineering you need to you know all these big degrees and school's not for everyone people must mm. remember that it's not for everyone this is why we have entrepreneurs yeah i think one school thing that is missing yes no, 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 yeah, continue. Sorry. Yeah, I think w- something that is missing in our, in our curriculum-wise is the fact that the, the, you are still being taught to become a slave, basically. You're still being taught to go work for a company and wait for retirement. And that's, uh, that's what we like looking for. That's what we're looking forward for finishing school and getting employed. And not being taught to be self-dependent and not being taught... Um, financial literacy most of our young people don't understand financial literacy and people will be like yes. uh, some people who, are, who have financial literacy like, why are people not being taught financial literacy because as someone who comes from a rural place uh, a, a disadvantaged area all they want is employment and once they get employment they are going to get into debt and debt and debt and debt and debt and then they're gonna uh, that's their life basically they have no legacy that they're living for their children mm. once they're gone and it, it's a thing it's a generation thing that continues and continues and continues so this whole education system does not necessarily equip you to break the um the generation um cares or rather your generation um what is it i don't know how to how to put it but it doesn't really break that generational thing that you need to break in order for for, for your generation to enjoy the fruits of um of, of your work mm. yeah. you end up spending your whole life back to a bank mm, mm, it's a mm. vicious cycle it is so youth unemployment is the greatest challenge we face and the coronavirus pandemic has exacerbated an already dire situation now that we have seen a lot of more than ever we um, will look at innovative and pioneering spirit of uh, our youth to come up with solutions um, to the unemployment crisis that benefit them and their community, their community and society. This is from the Sirazama Process article. So, what do you think is our responsibility as young people for change to prevail? What is uh, what, what what is our responsibility as young people to make sure that change prevails? Because most of the time, we tend to say government. Oh, made oh, so, like we we are just saying government, government, government. But what are we? What is our responsibility as civil uh, civil society, as citizens, as young people, uh, to ensure that change happens and change is is, is visible? 
Um, I feel like um, yeah, you mm. guys, we must do something. Yo, all the time, mm. we sing this song. <laughs> so I feel like we must. Um, um, I'm not discrediting mm. discrediting school. We must go to school and have mm. necessary qualification. But in doing so, we must be independent mm. in our thinking. We must. There, there are things like entrepreneurship. You start a small business, and then you you can be able to yeah. provide for your family. Because what I what I've realized is that we have adopted that mindset that we have to mm. find to get a job, but you don't really want to create jobs. I feel like when we start um, small businesses, entrepreneurship, and then you do something for yourself before you even get to a mm. point where you'll be like, I'm waiting for a job because jobs can come to you. You have to acquire mm. certain things, and then you go there and find jobs. You must remember that people who are in front of you who are looking for the same job you have, you know. So yeah, I think we must we must um, learn a bit about yeah that can save a lot mm. of people today. Okay, uh, let's close off the show, guys. We've been talking, and unfortunately, time is not on our side, and we do not have the entire day. But um, yeah. The last segment of the show is snack moment, and in a sort of snack moment, that's where in we uh, motivate and just you know say some good words that could assist someone ra- who's listening, who's you know what be there, and yeah, uh, uh, there's still hope. You know, there's still something that you can do to mm. change the situation that you are in. So you're giving final words, basically. Like, what would your final words be? Can it be about two minutes max for both of you? Okay. Can I can I go? Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I have three cool, things cool. to say. First uh-huh. of all, as the youth, we must stop blaming the government because we are the government. Literally, in the next couple mm. of years, we are oh, going to be yes. running that government. Okay. So, if we can I check ourselves. We are the government. Yeah. <laughs> if we can check ourselves. <laughs> first yes another thing is that Uh, as a youth we need to stop trying once and failing and then we never try again you fake it so you make it you need to wow you need to fail and wake up (laughs) and say i'm going back i'm going to do it again i'm successful and another thing Mm. is the last thing i'm going to say this is my favorite quote Mm. okay it's by Dr. Seuss. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know Dr. Seuss. He's like he does cartoons, cat in the head guy, that guy. Okay. So mm-hmm. his quote mm-hmm. goes like this: It goes, uh, "Things on your head, and you've got feet in your shoes, and you've got to lose. You on your mm-hmm. what you know, and you've got nothing to lose." Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you can literally wow. just go with that quote. I promise you, it'll take you far in life. Thank you, thank you. Kakani. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, first of all, I want to say, po, 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 po. That, that was, um, that was <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, I would say that, um, as youth of South Africa, like I said, um, we have to learn mm. the business side of everything. Most of us, we just want to get jobs. Let us learn um, entrepreneurship, and then we we stick our head there, and then we because our our, our grandmothers and mothers used to do that. They used to sell avocados around um, mm. around the community. They will send you, and mm. we must learn that. And then my words of encouragement would say to everyone out there pushing, 
keep up in whatever you mm. do. Stress might take long, but just mm. focus. And above all else, above all else, above all else, let us protect oh, yes. our women. Let us mm. protect our women because it is where lives come from. It is where lives come from. And then the okay. rest is history. Thank you so much thank guys. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you thank so much. You. This was very um <laughs> this was a very uh, informative <laughs> and yet um fun conversation that we had. Can we like all of us say happy youth day um together? Okay, okay. let's go. <laughs> happy, happy youth day. <laughs> happy youth day. Wow. Wow. I <laughs> I was waiting until she says one, two, three. Oh, oh, you want one, two, three? Okay, let's let's do another one. Let's do another important one. Stop. Um, I don't know how to go about this one, but it's about gender-based violence. Mm -hmm. What should we say? And together. Um, Okay. Say no. Say no. Let's go. What? I say say, no. I say gender-based violence. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Let's go. I say no. I say no, no to gender-based gender violence. violence. Gender-based violence. I say Wait, no like to gender-based violence. <laughs> no to gender-based yes, violence. Yes, I'm Let's try this again. One, okay. two, three. I, I say, say no. I say no to gender-based violence. Guys, thank you so much. Bye bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye, guys. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. And this is all we have for today. Stay tuned for more of the Evolve Talk.